I've spent so much of my life hating my body. I'm just not into that anymore. Hello and welcome back. Today I'm joined by the leading beauty and lifestyle blogger Estée Lalonde. And when I say leading, I really mean it. Estée has a global following of over 3.5 million people across her YouTube and social platforms and as well as creating content for her channels, has written a book called Bloom, Navigating Life and Style, launched her On The Line podcast to explore the shared experiences of women and has collaborated with some stellar brands. In today's episode, we talk about everything from boys and breakups to how Este feels about her body to the trick to fake glowing skin. I am delighted to say that this episode is sponsored by every girl's cult hair care hero, Batiste, which I've been using for years both as a way to absorb grease and also as a styling tool to give my hair a bit of oomph. So thank you for that and for getting behind the podcast, Batiste. Here's Este. I'm here with... Estee. Estee. Estee is an Estee Lauder. Exactly. Right, Estee Lauder. But people do call Estee. me Estee all the time. But I don't know, there's yeah. an accent. There's an accent. Okay. Estee. Estee. Lovely Estee. name. Hi, Thank Estee. You. Hello. Um, tell me, Estee, about your childhood and your French father. Is that yes. right? Yes. Tell me about my childhood. Oh yeah. my gosh, I feel like we're in a therapy session. No, we are in a therapy session now. <laughs> Although everything in here will be shared with people. <laughs> my French father. Yeah, my dad is French and we were talking about how I got my name. So yeah, I actually have no idea what the real story is, but mm-hmm. it's a French name, I guess. Okay. Okay, what? so you're growing up yeah. in um, Waterloo, Ontario. Yes. Right. Um, What's the Waterloo most like? posh way I've ever heard someone say Ontario. Oh, really? We'll call it Ontario. Ontario. My mom's going to die. <laughs> um, yeah, so I grew up in, uh, it's not a super small town, but it is a small town in Canada called Waterloo, Ontario. Yeah. And it's kind of a university town, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of people in and out, but um, my mom grew up there mm-hmm. and I obviously grew up there. Big family, small family? I have a brother and I lived with him growing up and my mom and then my grandparents as well. So. Okay, so quite a lot of you around. Yeah, then. yeah. And you're the young girl. You don't have a sister. I'm the only girl, yeah. The only girl. Yeah. So was there anyone you looked up to? As far as the way I looked, well, I had a lot of um, self-esteem issues really my entire life. And I mean, I might as well just get into it. Here yeah. we go. I remember being as young as six. And I think I probably wrote about this somewhere. I, I remember being as young as six and looking in the mirror and like just hating myself like six years old thinking I was so fat and Mm -hmm. just all these super negative feelings Mm -hmm. and I was always comparing myself against my friends like even at such a young age like Mm -hmm. that um were you bigger than them or was it just something in your head I I was but not by much at that time um but then as I started growing up in my teenage years um yeah I, I really struggled with just either not eating at all or eating way too much do you think that that dynamic was set up when you were looking in the mirror when you were really young so you kind of had that distorted relationship with food I think so my mom was like always on and off diets and you know those magazines that were around at the time and it just seemed like that's all that mattered was yeah gaining weight and losing weight yeah I always kind of had that in the back of my mind I was never into makeup I was never Mm. into beauty really um until I got a lot older even in high school I was kind of a tomboy Mm -hmm. and I was pretty laid back with everything although I made one friend in high school who was obsessed with MAC makeup okay and this is maybe when we were 15 and that was Mm -hmm. kind of the 
when I first got into like thinking maybe I should get some MAC makeup okay <laughs> but you weren't into putting it on so no. do you remember the first time makeup you put makeup on your face oh my gosh I remember being like quite young like there was like a blue eyeshadow moment mm-hmm. um but I was probably maybe maybe it's not that young maybe 13 okay yeah all right. Yeah. So about the normal age to start experimenting yeah. the way you look. And what about other stuff? Like your hair, your skin? Right. Well, I never did anything with my hair. I mm-hmm. still hate hair-related things. Because I was going to say I love your hair now, but we'll talk about that later. Okay. I okay. mean, I love... I like having blonde hair and, like, doing my thing. But, like, yeah. as far as blow-drying my own hair, oh, my God. You're I, not oh, into it. I hate it so much. Yeah, it's not, yeah. like, the fun part of my beauty routine. Yeah. Um... So I didn't really experiment too much with my hair until I went through like an emo phase. I dyed it black with like a huge blonde streak and yeah. then oh my Is God. it naturally what color? Like brown? Yeah, like brown. Yeah, yeah. I was born a blonde technically, but I guess yeah. a lot of us were. Yeah. But, um, Mellow yeah. to brown. Yeah. Tell me about your eyebrows. Did you pluck them? Oh my gosh. Eyebrows. Yes. I actually let my um, friend pluck my eyebrows and I had no eyebrows left. Yes. I mean, it's just such a common story. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. They seem to have grown back now though. Well, the only reason they look somewhat normal though I really am dying to get them done is because I started getting them threaded this is a new thing that I've been don't look at my eyebrows too I am because they look really good no I need to get them done I'm going this week Um, but I was plucking them and I clearly just had no idea what was going Mm -hmm. on so Mm -hmm. I started getting them threaded here at Blink and this was I mean I don't even know maybe like four years ago or something Mm -hmm. like that and it changed my eyebrows did it just letting somebody just be like let them grow and just keep coming back to see me I will sort these out yeah 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 because when you go at them yourself looking in a mirror you can just go mental you can every little hair yeah it's absolutely crazy isn't it as a teenager did you have something you wanted to do for a living I feel like I've always been a bit of a lost soul in this world. I've never had any sort of plan um, Mm -hmm. ever, but I've always been a really passionate person. I think I'm quite creative and I have always had ambition, but I just didn't know where I wanted to put any of that. So I kind of struggled a lot with that. I did really well in school, Mm -hmm. like really well in school. And then I got into... What did you shine at? What were you particularly good at? I loved English and I really liked art um, and... I liked anything really. Okay. I went to a Catholic school, which is weird because nobody in my family is Catholic. But okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they do that in England too. People go to church schools in England because yeah. they go to schools. So I actually really loved, we had a class all about different religions. Yeah. And that was really interesting to me. Right. So when I was thinking about going to university, mm. I was thinking, well, I guess I'll just go into psychology because okay. I love people. I love talking to people. And I thought that felt the most me Mm, mm. um but little did i know it's actually a lot of science yes yeah yeah it's not just like feeling somebody's energy and no 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 no. (laughs) and learning like ways to read people i think that's what i used to think psychology was so you did two years of that did you do two years was it straight psychology so it was a four-year um course at university in a canadian university and i did three years maybe even we living at home I was living at home for the first bit, and mm. then I moved to England halfway through, and okay. I was doing it through a distance learning course, which was okay. really hard, because I moved from Canada to England, and I was trying to do this university thing, and I just moved to a new country, yeah. and I had no friends in, in London, so I was just, like, always by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so hard, and... Yeah, luckily my blogging career kind of took off. So. Oh, wait, let's rewind. All so right. you're, you're at uni in Canada. Yes. And you are using the internet in the way that people did in the... Is this early 2000s? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you my memory of the internet at that stage. You would log on. I think this is so cool. The whole world is here. But no one was really doing anything with it. So I sometimes used to go into chat rooms and just be like, 
hello. <laughs> like, for no reason, really. But I couldn't think of anything to do with the internet. If I got an email, it was an epic event. And I would reply, like, I would think about it and reply, God knows what I sent people in those days. But, Honestly. You know, <laughs> but it was a big event. So when you were logging onto the internet at this point, what is it that you were doing? Did you instantly like it? I didn't instantly like it, and I know nothing about technology, and I still am really bad at technology, which nobody can believe, but seriously, like, my assistant, her name's Anna, Mm -hmm. and she literally can't believe the things I don't know. Okay. Like, I'm just, like, so, things confuse me, so, like, I'm an old person. Yeah. I was never really super drawn to it. Mm -hmm. We had a really, like, slow computer, and, like, it was not a priority. It was a dial-up. Yeah, Yeah. of course, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. But when I went to uni, I went to, um... I went to two different schools, but mm-hmm. I went to a school in Toronto first. Yeah. And I bought myself a laptop. Yeah. I got a line of credit, a yeah. $10,000 line of credit. I know. Well, I had my, I had to pay for everything myself. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I need to get a bank loan. But I yeah. spent all my money at Aritzia, which mm-hmm. is a store in Canada. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I bought a laptop. And this yeah. was the first MacBook I ever had. Like, yeah. I had never even seen one, really. And this is when Tumblr was big. They were so quite comfortable, weren't they? Yes. At that point? It, was quite, it was really cool to have a MacBook. It was very cool. I yeah. felt cool. Yeah. So I tell me what it. you did on your MacBook then. So when I got my MacBook, I really became obsessed with Tumblr. Mm. And that was when I started to be like, wow, the world is bigger than my small town. The world is bigger than Canada. Look at all the different lives people are leading. Mm -hmm. And that's when I really wanted to just explore. So had you traveled a lot at this point in your life? No, absolutely not. Okay. So where did you meet Aslan then? So... For those who don't know, Aslan is my ex-boyfriend. Oh, you're so good. You should present this. <laughs> <laughs> He's my ex-boyfriend, and we met on the internet. So we actually met kind of through Tumblr. Mm-hmm. It, there was a link to a chat room that like, it was like, hey, do you want to like talk about traveling and this and that? Yeah. Join this chat room. So yeah, I did, and I thought it was really cool. And he was, I think, either the first or second person that mm-hmm. I got connected with in the chat room. Okay. And did... So... Presumably, you're talking for a while, and then at yeah. some point, you think this this could be a real relationship. Yeah. Did anyone say to you at that point, "You're mad. You can't meet people on the internet. That's a bad thing to do." Well, I didn't tell anybody um, for a really long time, mm-hmm. and back then we weren't texting; we were emailing yeah. back and forth, which is just so. And I still have all the emails. And do you? Oh my god, it's <laughs> so funny. To Are they cringe? Them. They're so cringe, mm. but just so cute. Mm. We were so young. Um, and also, presumably, that was quite a big event in your life then. Are you kidding me? I'd never even met anyone from England. Yeah. And he just seemed, like, so out of this world, you yeah. know? So it was amazing to connect with somebody on the internet. Mm-hmm. It was really the first time that's ever happened to me. And we just, we really had a connection. Yeah. So, yeah. Eventually, we met. Where did you meet? He flew to Canada. I think 10... To or, meet you? To meet me. Were you nervous? Yeah. Do you remember what you wore and what you looked like? Yes, I do. Tell me. I had these feather earrings on. I had super long blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what clothes I was wearing, but nothing that I would love to wear now. Okay, fine. So, yeah. Makeup? Lots of it? Or Lots were you of into it. it at the time? Lots of it. I like la- Eyeliner. Was I that? was very into black eyeliner. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So I had my eyeliner on. Yeah. And we met. And yeah. it was great. And we went on a road trip across America for two months straight away straight away wow that's a lie that's a lie i took him to meet my mom for one day yeah and she was like okay he seems normal 
Oh my god, like, you're so brave. Everybody says that to me. Okay. I don't know if I was just super naive mm. or drunk in love mm. or what was going on, but I didn't think twice. I couldn't think of anything else I'd rather be doing Amazing. than following my heart. Okay, that's so great. I mean, I love hearing that. I just think, yeah. like, you're a young girl, and part of me thinks, I'm the sort of person who would have done that too, but people would have said to me, you're mad, don't do that. I'm really lucky. My mom is so cool. Yeah. Like, honestly, she was like, well, I think it's a little weird, but go, go, (laughs) do do your thing, you know, and he seemed harmless to her. So, yeah. Yeah. So you had a lovely time because you then ended up moving to England. Yeah. So the road trip ended Mm -hmm. and it was my 19th birthday. I think he left like a couple days later and he went back to England and I moved to England two weeks later. Wowzers. Yeah. So where was he living in England? He was living in Cambridge. Okay. So he was at university there, and that's where I moved originally. Okay. For the first year, my British life, I moved yeah. to Cambridge. So another university town. Another university town. Tell me about the shift then from being in Canada, knowing your surroundings. I was thinking, I was going to say to you, did you find the weather crap here? But the weather's really cold in Canada <laughs> too, so... But it's different. But so there's no sun here. There's no sun here. That's absolutely true. So did you find that hard? It was the hardest two years of my life. The first two years, I moved away from my family, all my mm. friends, my co-workers, all my... Everything. Like, it really threw me for a loop. Yeah. I've never been that low about anything. But I was so in love. Yeah. And I wanted to be with him. Yeah. And I wanted to make it work. And we just did. You know, you found Aslan online. And then you also found... A, a career online yeah so how did that start so that started because I was living in Cambridge and he was at university and I was doing my university kind of part-time online and I just had nothing to do yeah. like at all and I was so anxiety ridden that I I didn't want to go outside like I was well were you anxiety ridden in the sense that you were anxious about the usual things like that you didn't have a career or were you no. suffering from anxiety oh my god I, I didn't want to leave the house I didn't want to walk around alone I couldn't even go to the grocery store so you're agoraphobic oh my god yeah. yeah I was I was I was I've never felt like that before or after oh really yeah okay and what how, what would happen if you went outside your comfort zone I wouldn't really no you I do. stayed inside all the time that sounds awful. It was. It was It was honestly the worst two years of my entire life. So yeah. when I found the, this blogging thing, because yeah. I, my mom said, why don't you go like get a new lipstick or something like that? Mm-hmm. And that was like huge for me to go into the town center and like yeah. buy a lipstick by myself. Yeah. I don't, it doesn't seem it, but like at that time. No, it is though. It if was. You're, if you're struggling, it's a really big thing Ugh. to go outside your comfort zone. So I started. Do you remember what lipstick it was? You know what? I don't know the exact one, but I am sure it's on the internet. Okay. I'll have a look. <laughs> yeah. I'll do some forensic journalism. But I Googled top five MAC lipsticks because yeah. I knew there was a MAC store yeah. in Cambridge. And the MAC thing you'd remembered. And the MAC thing was yeah. familiar to me. So then I found all these blogs and I was like, well, maybe I can make friends through this. Mm-hmm. So I stayed in that whole day. I found these blogs and I made a huge list of things I wanted. I had no money yeah, yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, I can probably buy one lipstick or whatever. Were you working at all? When I first moved, I wasn't because I'd saved a lot of money from before, mm-hmm. um, but the money was fate, like getting you know yeah, spent yeah, really yeah, quickly. Yeah. So I, eventually, I did have to kind of like get my act together, and I got a job right. in Cambridge. Where, where did you work? I worked at so I was working at the body shop when I was in Canada. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like had through connections got another job at the body shop in Cambridge I didn't like working at the body shop in England because it just felt so different and like I don't know I was really close with my co-workers Mm. from before so just I was always comparing right I was like everything it was the worst thing I could have done was just compare compare to compare to my old life and my new life 
As this episode is kindly powered by Batiste, I thought I'd share a tip on how to get the most out of your can. Now, the first thing I have to say is that Batiste have a new range out that's designed to make you rethink dry shampoo. The collection consists of five dry shampoos, but with added benefits tailored to suit your hair needs, whether you have, say, flyaways or limp and fine hair or fried and dried ends. The range includes hydrate, damage control, which by the way, is the one I have on my shelf right now, volume, defrizz and colour protect and each of them is lightweight and invisible and you can easily pick your can up in any Boots or Superdrug stores. Here's the tip to get the best out of it. For an even distribution of Batiste through your hair, spray it not directly onto your head but onto your hairbrush and then comb it through. It gives you loads of control and I've seen so many hairdressers backstage at fashion week shows doing just that to add texture and volume in a spritz. What made you want to do a beauty blog in particular? Oh, well, I just couldn't really think of anything else I wanted to talk about. Actually, okay. but the first blog post I ever did was a chicken soup recipe. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Or it was either that or a post um, from a trip to Scotland. So your idea was basically to kind of share the kind of things that you share with your friends. Yeah. But just to do it on a blog and hope that friends would come. I guess so, but also I never had a plan. Okay. With everything in my life, <laughs> I have no plan. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> That's a very refreshing thing to hear because lots of people talk about having a five-year plan and a ten-year plan. Oh my one. god. No. I don't even have the plan for the rest of my day. Okay. Yeah. Great. And I actually need to work on it, but I had no plan. I wish I did have a plan, but I just always feel like, you know, I, if I want to do something, I just do it. Yeah. Great, but it's nice to be open to life as well. Because great things have happened in your life as a result of yes. just saying yes and kind of doing stuff. Yeah. Okay, so tell me what happened next then. So you are online, you're blogging. Um, it, I have read that you said it wasn't an instant success. I mean, people read it, but it wasn't like you were suddenly a massive famous blogger. Yeah. So what kept you going? Well, first of all, I had nothing else going on. <laughs> um, but actually... I had kind of built this community of really close girls Mm -hmm. that we all had a similar taste in makeup and Mm -hmm. it was really something I could focus my energy on that made me feel good. And I was connecting with women in a way that I never really had before. Yeah. I was so inspired by everybody else's life, like lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, wow, like that's awesome that you did that last weekend. And it just gave me confidence. Yeah. Um, so that really kept me going. I never thought this was going to be my job. Mm -hmm. Even two years years into this I remember somebody saying how much money are you making on advertising through your site and I was like I what like I had no advertising I didn't make a penny on my blog at least for two years right at least gosh okay so you you were doing it in a really fun way and you were very much enjoying it and then what made the leap to it being professional and when did you move to London as well? Did they coincide? So I moved to London uh, the year later. So mm-hmm. I lived in Cambridge for a year. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited to move to London, although very scared. But I thought, okay, fresh start. I stay. You're feeling a little bit better. Like, you can do this. Yeah. And the, the be- I, I started getting ads on my site. And then I was like, wow, I can make like... $125 a month? We did YouTube <laughs> as well at the time. I had just started probably. Okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, I, I was doing YouTube when I was in Cambridge, actually. Yeah. But um, 125 quid. Well, it might have been a bit more, but, but you not know, by like, much. But, like, yeah. you know, 
in the hundreds of pounds. Yeah. It feels like a hell of a lot of money when you've done something just because you enjoy it. Oh my God. <laughs> I literally thought I had struck the jackpot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I just didn't think. I, mean, I was working three part-time jobs yeah. and doing my What university. were your part-time jobs? I worked at a furniture store in mm-hmm. Notting Hill. Yeah. I worked at Topshop in Westfield, Stratford. Okay. Nightmare. Yeah. That's uh, far. Yeah, yeah. At the beauty counter. And I was also working at a cafe or something. Whereabouts yeah. were you living? I was living in Mile End. Okay. Yeah. So quite a lot of travel then on the tube and stuff. Did your agoraphobic tendencies flare up then? I was better at pushing through it. Okay. It was still there, but I was just not going to let it defeat me at that okay. time. What nurtured you at the time and what kind of kept you from basically losing your mind (laughs) (laughs) my relationship was great okay we had the best time and it felt so fun to explore london Mm. and make new friends and i was just happy so what happened next in your life then so what happened next um eventually i started making a little bit more money from the blog and from my Mm -hmm. channel i started getting a little bit more savvy with it Mm -hmm. and um did you have management at that point? Not at that time. The first management conversation I ever had was with Dom from Gleam. Right. And um, I remember thinking, why do you want to talk to me? Yeah. I was looking at Zoella right. and all these people and I was like, God, I'm so small in comparison to these people. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I will never get there. And I wasn't even really trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The community was so healthy. The community mm. was so positive mm. and it really, I became addicted to it. But what about the way you looked at this point? How did you feel about that? <laughs> I felt like I had no idea what I was doing. Okay. First of all, I had no money. Like, mm-hmm. I was working retail jobs. Yeah. And paying London rent. Yeah. Like, I had no money to be splashing out on beauty products, yeah. fashion. And plus, I grew up in a small town where I was literally wearing sweatpants and hoodies every day. Yeah, yeah. And I was now living in London, surrounded by all these awesome people. Yeah. I had never heard of Mulberry. I had never heard of any designer brands. Yeah. Like, literally never even on my radar. I <laughs> felt like I was a fish out of water. I couldn't keep up with what anybody was doing. I remember going to Topshop and buying boat shoes. If I would go to an event, I'd be like, wow, everybody looks so cool and I just feel like I'm not. Hmm. But it was never a negative environment, so okay. it, it was inspiring. I always have kind of felt like that though. Yeah. Even though I've had a lot of self-esteem problems, I've Mm -hmm. had a very strong sense of self my whole life. Um, Okay, so you are going to all these events and you have Dom come along. Yeah. And suddenly it looks like you've got a career in this. Well, he, I remember him saying like, do you have any idea what this could be for you? And I was like, not really. But I just was not very savvy and I didn't really know what to do. So I was like, well, let's just See how it goes. Do you remember what your favorite products at the time were? Because if you had so few, I were they must really have precious? loved like Revlon lipsticks, mm. and I remember I was getting sent a few products at that time, mm. like some skincare. I can't remember specifics. When but... you sent your first few products, though, that's pretty damn thrilling as yes, well, isn't it? Yes, my first yeah. product I was ever sent was the Liz Earl Hot Cloth Cleanser. That's the first product I was ever sent. Yeah, they were really on like a PR sundown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As it took off, did you feel and do you feel more freedom in what you're doing because you feel like actually it's my audience and I can say what I want to say? Or have you ever felt trapped in with the idea that so many people are watching and maybe they won't like a new direction? Well, I have definitely gone through that sort of trapped feeling. I've gone through it twice. I'm actually going through it now. Mm. <laughs> um, because... It can be so isolating to feel like you have so many eyes on you, but they don't really know the true you. They know a lot about you, but it's a version. Yeah. And 
yeah, I mean, whenever anything shifts and changes, the internet doesn't like it. Yeah. So it's it can be very hard and suffocating, mm-hmm. especially if you've already got anxiety anyway. When this breakup went down, that Which was what, a year ago, a year, maybe even a bit more. Yeah. It was brutal. Was it? <laughs> yeah. The responses you were getting from people. I got so many positive responses, like literally so, so many. But then there was also probably an equal amount of negative ones, like just just not loving my new single lifestyle because I've, I've been posting different things. I'm partying mm. now. Mm. Blah, 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 blah. I'm dating and whatever. And I think people were just a little freaked out. Right. <laughs> but were they mean to you or were they just... Oh, I've had so many mean things and speculation on why it ended yeah. and all that stuff. What do you do about the mean stuff that comes your way? I just don't give it energy. Okay. I can't. Yeah. Now, there's the difference between constructive criticism and negative energy, but, yeah. you know, I I will I love constructive criticism mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day, my audience is what's allowing me to do all this, mm-hmm. so I obviously want them to like what I'm doing, but I'm not going to tolerate just straight up mean comments. Do you feel the urge to reply to people? I sometimes do. Okay. Very rarely, and then yeah. I usually delete it 10 minutes later when I'm like, <laughs> you know what, I don't even care. Tell me then now what you do to, what you've done to manage feeling well mentally and feeling well physically and how you look after yourself. Well, the first thing that I've been doing is hanging out with my friends. Mm. And I have had the privilege to meet so many amazing people this past year, girlfriends and just people who are, I say they're in the real world. They don't work really online. Yeah. They don't even know yeah, what, yeah. they think they follow me, but they just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Drama. It's not their thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to meet real world people <laughs> and have them tell me like, you're so awesome. Like yeah, you're like yeah, the yeah. best friend or that's so nice of you. Like the other day I like brought my friend a coffee when she was at work. She's like, it's so sweet. And just have like real world connections. Yeah. It's like, okay. What's online is online, but mm. reality is kind of where it's at. <laughs> Are you quite good at separating online and offline time? I'm getting so much better. Okay. I'm getting so much better at it, and mm. I find it so fulfilling. Yeah. I have spent so many hours of countless scrolling, and it is anxiety-inducing to yeah. go do that all the time. It's FOMO. It's it's comparison. It's mm. all those things that I don't want to be doing. Yeah. I want to spend my time bettering myself. Mm-hmm. I want to read. I want to listen to music. I want to work out. I want to hang out with my friends. I want to drink wine. I want to dance. So all those things sound incredibly healthy and nurturing. Yeah. Do you do all those things? Are you quite good at packing them all into a week? My new-ish lifestyle, mm-hmm. and I call it that. because My new lifestyle, yeah. You know, it's been a year of this. Yeah. And you know, at the beginning of the breakup, I was like not doing this. I was not healthy. Yeah. I don't think I ate for like three months. Did you not? I mean, I, I was eating but very low amount of calories. Because when you first have a breakup, the thing that I, I've i experienced is that you, your life changes. So yes. you suddenly are in this, well, okay, everything's changing. And you're standing on your own two feet in London by yourself. Yeah. Earning your own money. For the first yeah. time ever, and I'm 27. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. After a really long relationship. So I'm 
like I mean you look a vision of health and like happiness but you know I can imagine it's been a bloody hard year for you and the funniest thing is like people were like you've never looked better and I'm like (laughs) I am being so mean to myself yeah 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 yeah. I was drinking a lot I was partying a lot and I was not eating well yeah yeah sometimes that's when you look your best though I find that quite surprising it is surprising (laughs) I I was looking back at pictures the other day I was like damn I did look good yeah yeah (laughs) it's really odd it's like a really odd thing it used to be when I had I don't drink at the moment but when I had a hangover I used to look amazing. My face would get it's all big. Very weird. <laughs> yeah, it was very, very weird. Strange. Some yeah. of my best selfies, I'm incredibly yeah. hungover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very bizarre. Right, so you've kind of found equilibrium I, by yourself. I feel so balanced and mm. like it's just now that I've got it kind of cracked, I'm mm. like, it's not even that hard. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. before I was it seemed like such a far off distant dream. Yeah. It's such a journey and a process and mm. managing you know, everybody has to do it, managing work and socializing and da 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 But yeah, I feel like I've got it. And did any of your um, fears creep back in because of the change? Well, I mean, I just, I, I hate to feel as though people judge me before they meet me in real life. Because you must get that a hell of a lot. So much. Yeah. Um, or And especially with dating. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I'm on, like, a dating app. Yeah. Somebody's Googling me and they think I'm, like, one way. But I'm yeah. actually, I don't know. I do you find that a lot of people level an idea of what you would be like based on the fact that you even are online? Not not looking at what you actually yes. say, but just the fact that you do that means yes. that you're a certain kind of person. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's an awful thing, isn't it? Is. It is. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So how do you get around that? Do you just kind of go, no, or do you just prove them wrong by being who you are? Usually if somebody does that, it's, I'm not, I don't entertain that person. Yeah. But it's really interesting actually, because on the weekend I partied with mm. some new people and they knew who I was. Okay. So they knew who I was? Yeah. Yeah. Who you are. They know who I am. Yeah. Well, they I knew know. you. They, they, know. <laughs> they, they follow me. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Um, so they had this like notion of who I was and what I was going to be like and this yeah. and that. And I, she actually, this girl just texted me on my way here today. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I just want to say that like you are a better version of what you yeah, been online yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. so amazing to like hang out with you you're so chill and real and yeah, 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 yeah. and it was just like that's validating to yeah. me yeah 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 when I get so many comments like you're so loud and you're this and you're that okay so I want to go into some of your appearance related stuff yes let's do it so firstly tattoos because they're flashing at me oh okay yeah, yeah I've got two tattoos Two um, is these, yeah. These they. So I have my first tattoo, which is my alter ego. Yeah. Um, she <laughs> is not a tattoo of me. Everybody yeah. says that, but the tattoo artist, um, I just said, draw whatever you want. She Did you? Is. Yeah. What made you go to do that? I loved her tattoo styles. Her name is Madame Baraka. Yeah. And I just think she's so cool as a yeah. person. And I... And London. My, in yeah, London. In, yeah, she's in London, and my friend George has a tattoo by her, and I was like, let's go. Yeah. I had no idea what I was going to get. We went, she did it, I left, and then I had a tattoo. Was it painful? Yeah, it was alright. I'm about to get my first one, so Oh, exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Such a release. I okay. love it. And, I then, really. um, and then this one. This one I got in the summertime. I got a sun and a moon. The sun, I got originally just the sun, mm-hmm. because I had the best summer of my life last year, okay. and I wanted to commemorate it. And then I got the moon because we need some balance because you can't have lightness without darkness. And who did that one for you? Um, this is done by Mira Mariah, who does a lot of Ariana Grande's oh, tattoos. Yeah, that's beautiful. She's a really cool person. Yeah, and you like them both. Yeah, yeah, I think so. No, they're great. I just mean yeah. you, you got you got them both and thought I love this. I'm into it. I think so. Are you thinking of getting more? 
I am dying to get a snake on my thigh. A snake on your thigh? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm not your average beauty guru. No, but just a snake. Like, well, I, I mean, my cousin has a snake on her ankle and she loves it. Cool. But, yeah. Well, I'm actually really scared of snakes, okay. but I love the um, symbolism of being reborn and mm-hmm. shedding old skin. Yeah. And I, I just think snakes are actually really beautiful, but I'm, if there was a snake in this room, I would, I would fully go into hysterics. Would you? Yeah. It's not normal. Like a phobia. Like I have, I genuinely have a phobia. Are you ph- are you phobic about any other animals? No, just snakes. Just snakes. I could put spiders all over me. I don't care. <laughs> Did you have a bad experience with a snake ever? Ah, oh, so many, and I, that's honestly too traumatic to get into. Oh, really? On this podcast. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, my dad is terrified of snakes, but I love them. So oh, I always you don't have one, do you? I don't have oh one. I only, no, there's not one <laughs> somewhere in the flat. That hesitation. No, I just have a dog. You, have you got a dog? I have a dog. Um, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. your dog called? He's named Reggie. Yeah. And he's a greyhound. Do you walk Reggie twice a day? At least, yeah. Because I've got a beagle pointer who needs oh, two walks a day. Yeah, yeah. He's not here, but he's um, a lovely dog. But they need a lot of walking. Yeah. But I was going to say, because I've had all kinds of anxiety issues, and I found walking Monty help with my anxiety a lot, because just the thing where you go out twice a day, walking yeah. him, means that you've got this like touch and you know what's going to happen and the dog loves you so much and it's all a lovely relationship it's the best thing that's ever happened to me yeah yeah and you still do you find it hard though when you travel it's very hard when I travel but everybody knows that I'm yeah. like co-parenting my dog with yeah. my ex-boyfriend so yeah. it's actually really convenient because if okay. he wants to travel then I can watch him and yeah. we're still really good friends so it's easy to kind of work it out yeah, um, yeah but we both just love him so much yeah so it's fine it works yeah. out really well. it, it actually does a lot of people don't understand it but it actually is like Pretty good. <laughs> Do you know what? I think it's incredibly sad that there's this narrative that when you break up with someone, you have to hate I them. I like. I'm genuinely friends with every single one of my exes. I mean, to right. a big, smaller or lesser degree, some of them like will just say hi on Facebook once yeah. every five years. But I don't hate any of them. We didn't yeah. work out, but that, exactly. That's and that. My know. friend Jules always says to exit a relationship the way you entered it with love. Completely. That's what I'm trying to do. Completely. Okay. Um. Hair. Um, hair first. Hair. Okay. So what What are we... Like my current hair? Yes. Okay. I get my hair done at Larry King mm-hmm. and he is the only hairdresser I will allow near me. Well, actually that's not true. I get it cut now by Elle who works at Larry's salon. Okay. We're like really good friends and I just love her so much. But, yeah. Um, yeah. And then my hair is colored by Harriet there at Larry yeah. King. Larry King's great. Oh my God. He's a really nice I man. love him so much yeah. and I have such loyalty to that man. Yeah. Um, People are very loyal to Larry when they see him. And David Gandhi loves him, yeah. yeah. I mean, I love David. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's put that out there. <laughs> I feel like I can say David's my friend. Can you? I think so. Oh my god, lucky you! I mean, I don't have his phone number, but like, if I saw him on the street, he would He'd know say who I am. Yeah. I once, um, about four years ago, did a shoot with David where we were making a video, and I was interviewing him for the video, and he was so great on it. Yeah. And it made me. I mean, he. Definitely wouldn't remember who I was, but it did make when I went away from it. I was like, "What a nice human being!" Oh, yeah, and he seemed to be so unselfconscious about being completely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> he is really, really nice. Yeah, actually. really nice guy. Lovely. So that's it. where I get my hair yeah. done. And Larry was the one who cut my hair, and I mm-hmm. feel like my hair has really become my signature. Yeah, it's like you know, kind of short and blonde, and that's just what I look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's cool. I can't think of doing anything else with it. And every time I try yeah, to grow yeah. it, I'm like, this doesn't look right. Tell me about your body image now. 
Body image. Well, I'm currently on a health kick, mm. so I'm actually feeling amazing. To um, feel good or to, to look different? To feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing more cardio, and I do yoga. I love yoga so much. Mm. I could talk about yoga has changed my life. I went to the Maldives, yeah. and I had the best trip of my life with yeah. my one of my best friends, Claudia. Yeah. And I posted this picture of my big booty in the sand and people went crazy for it yeah they were like, they completely did. I was dying because cloud I remember like taking the picture Claudia was like yes girl like work it get the sand yeah, on there and do like the whole thing and like it's not me really to take these kind of pictures but it was so liberating and yeah. I just post it and everybody was like wow like I've never seen a picture like this but, yeah I mean they loved, like, loved it so you look great but Sorry. I just mean this it's quite it is quite bold to yeah. share your body, particularly when you're saying that your background is that you weren't always feeling strong and empowered in your body. So then you're like, here I am. Yeah. I mean, well, I love my friend Emma Horo's philosophy, which is just like, this is my body. Yes. So Completely. that's how I feel about it. Yeah. And I just get so many messages from people saying how much it's actually helped them think differently about their body, which is yeah. just like, why am I trying to like, you know hide it or not mm. feel good about it and I've spent so much of my life hating my body I'm just not into that anymore I feel yeah. really good I just feel like I'm a little squishy I'm a little toned in some places yeah. I'm just living my life yeah yeah tell me about your skin my skin yeah because oh it gosh. does it looks like you're you're slightly freckled but like you're properly healthy it's gonna so healthy wow yeah. thank you I I mean my god <laughs> I everybody always comments on my skin and my glow and I'm like that's what it's it's one product that's it's one what product it? that does this it's this it, well it can be any brand it's a uh, liquid highlighter that you take you just squeeze into your palm of your hand after you do your makeup whether yeah. it's foundation or powder or whatever yeah. rub it in between your hands and press it all over your face and then don't set it again okay I, so you could do that with serum too like, you could do it with yeah. serum you could do it with the latest skin food you yeah. could do it with so many things what have you got on today this is um the fresh fresh has a i forget what it's called mm. it's not the it's not wonder glow but yeah like, i mean i love the charlotte tilbury wonder glow yeah, as well I mean, everyone does yeah. yeah yeah and i actually don't wear a foundation most of the time Ah, okay so have you ever had struggles with your skin not super bad right okay i only wear foundation if i really feel like kind of like doing it right okay. but on an average day i wear concealer i wear so, the nars um complete matte concealer every single day is that what you've got on today yeah okay no foundation no foundation at all got great skin then so you've never had like acne or eczema or anything like that no i have eczema sometimes on my body but mm. no, you know it's nothing really too bad and i obviously do get breakouts at, like mostly hormonal yeah. breakouts which i actually do have right now but, but small ones because i can't see them small. um tell me about do you look after your body skin as well oh yeah yeah what i mean i love body scrubs yeah i am into dry brushing well I, body scrubs though which ones do you use i don't care okay so I, you don't have an issue with those ones that like because i like the um What's it called? The coffee bean ones. But oh, they yeah. make the shower all dirty. They make your Some shower people hate that. so dirty. But, but I still I, like them. <laughs> I love them, especially in the morning. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah. I don't really care as long as it kind of does the job. I love to scrub my body. I'm like, moisturize. Oh my. I. My like signature phrase that I say to my friends is, I hope you have a well moisturized day. Okay. Because if you are moisturized, you're going to have a better day. I love that you said this. I am with you, but pretty much everyone I've ever interviewed has gone, nah, like, I can't really be bothered, I don't have time. And I'm like, it takes a minute, and it makes you feel better. It makes your skin feel like it's, like, 
just joyous. It's really good. Water in London is so hard. Yeah. And I could not imagine getting out of the shower and not moisturizing. Literally, toe to tip. I am with you. Yeah. I am completely with you. Do you have a favorite one? I have so many. I'm using one from Biotherm right now. Yeah. I'll use pretty much anything as long as it's not sticky. But are you quite good at doing, look like, good, but do you use different things on your feet and your hands? No. And you're not into that. I, so use, you're a just hand, like a... I use a different hand um, cream. Yeah. But body, I'll use whatever and I'll use whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. slap it on. Yeah. Okay, tell me about your teeth. What do you want to know? I want to know, do you whiten them, <laughs> firstly? <laughs> I actually have not whitened my teeth in at least a year and a half. I okay. need to get on it. Because they look super white. Thanks. Like, not like weird, scary white. Right. But like healthy. Well, yeah. I had braces when I was a teenager mm-hmm. for two years, and it was honestly the worst time ever, but so worth it Be for good me. at wearing your retainer afterwards. Yes. Well, I have okay. a permanent one. Do so you? So I have two wires behind my teeth. I always wanted... They didn't... So my braces came before that time, so I yeah. didn't get that, and they kind of moved off as it really pissed me off. If you don't have that, I don't know why you even get braces, because my teeth would have shifted so much. So anyway, yeah. did that, and I have a mouth guard that I sleep in when yeah. it's really super sexy. You grind your teeth? I grind my teeth. Oh, Stress. Yeah. But that... I mean, I don't do that if I'm having a sleepover. Right. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, I used to do it, because I had a retainer, and I used to insist on it because I was so mental about my teeth moving because I suck my thumb. So basically... You, okay, what? I, I, I can't help it. It's, it's Even today? Even today. I can't help it. And that's why these ones are like this shape because I can't... I know When you're so watching weird. TV or... Yeah, or when I'm stressed. Like, it's worse because if I'm slightly stressed, like, let's say I'm like doing a panel or I'm like doing... Like, I went on Newsnight once and I was so stressed in the blue room... In the... Is it blue, Green room? Jesus. I was so stressed in the green room that I was like, I'm going to have to do something to calm myself down. So I basically went to the loo and sucked my thumb for a few minutes because oh I was like, I need to like... God. It really pacifies me. I'm literally the baby who never grew out of sucking their thumb. Well, this is a first for me. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, whatever works, honestly. Yeah, but it's, it is soothing. Wow. Like, but it's, it's annoying because I'm also a germ-folk, so I'm constantly like wiping my Sanitized. thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sanitizer stuff and sometimes the sanitizer tastes bad. It's a whole issue. But anyway, but I used to put my retainer on before, like, I, but when I basically I'd have a boy over and then I'd be like, I'm just going to go and put my retainer on. And they'd be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really whiten that much, but I use whitening toothpaste. Okay. You know, you keep them under control. I floss. Uh I'm obsessed with flossing. Do you use interdental brushes as well? What is that? Just those like brush things, you know, when they look like pipe cleaners. Yes, I do in the front. Good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Because I went to a dentist recently. He said that you must interdental floss and then floss. And I was like, I already seem mental because I do all the things too. And I was like, I can't add another thing to my routine, but now I do it. And I'm like, I cannot live without this. It makes you feel so clean. What do you think of water picks? I haven't used it yet, but yeah. I think it sounds amazing. I agree. Do you, have you used I it? I watch a lot of videos about them. Oh, oral hygiene gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into it. Um, okay, tell me about perfume. Do you have a favorite? I love perfume. Okay. Um, really, truly love it. Molecule One is like a, such a staple for me. Um, You're like the literally maybe the 10th person yeah. to have mentioned that. It's yeah. good. It's really it's yeah. the best. Whenever I go to Paris, I go to this store there called Nose. Okay. And it's... If you like perfume, you have to go. I've never heard of it. So okay. I'll quickly, quickly do this. But you yeah. go there and you fill out a little like questionnaire and they and you tell them which perfumes you like. And yeah. then they set you up with like a bunch of perfumes that they think you might like, but they nice. don't show you the bottle. They just show you the stick. Yeah. And so you're not swayed by what the bottle looks like. Right. And it's such a fun process. It's a great like 
I think it's a good date, actually. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Um, I'll have to think yeah, about that. how someone smells is quite important. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's really, really fun. So yeah. I love trying new fragrances. Oh, I'm going to go to those. That sounds yeah. amazing. It's so cool. Um, okay. And then tell me, finally, finally, no, because I've got one more thing after this, okay. but penultimately about makeup. Uh, what do you want to know about makeup? I want to know what makeup you wear. Okay. Other than not wearing foundation stuff. But like if you, okay, no, let's phrase it like this. If you had a, if you had to take a makeup bag right yes. now. And you could put five things in it. Do you want product names and... Yes. Okay. Chantecaille Just Skin. Yes. Glossier uh, conce- uh, Under Eye Concealer. What's it called? Okay. I don't know. But uh, I'll find I it. love this concealer. Stretch concealer. I okay. Think. Yes. Um, in the shade Medium. Uh, the NARS Complete Concealer. I know this is like a lot of concealers. Oh, skin stuff. Yeah. YSL Couture Brow. Okay. Is the best brow gel ever. See-through. No, it's tinted. Okay. Maybe they have a clear one. I'm not sure. Yeah, but you use a tinted. Okay, I can't stop at five. Okay, fine. I go can't. to go to what your bag Chanel, will be. Chanel, um, Soleil Tanda Chanel, the yes. cream bronzer. Put it on with a brush. I put it on with a brush. I would also take a Troy Surratt eyelash curlers and one of his lip sleeves. I met yeah. Troy Surratt at a party last week in New York. Fuji. Oh my god. He's the best. I met him once at launch, but like it's not the same as meeting him at a party. He's so infinitely nice. cooler. He's, He's so, so nice. nice. Also his makeup is unreal. Unreal. Like I love his I makeup. I think it's the best makeup in the industry. I agree. I used to say well I know I love Tom Ford makeup too. I'm okay true. Real, I have a real <laughs> thing for Tom Ford makeup. But when I got Troy Surratt's makeup I was like this is like across the board the quality is just yeah. unbelievable and he's thought about it all and the colours are great and like yeah I'm so into it. He's a living legend. Yeah. So I would take one of his So you met leaks. him. Did you tell him you loved his oh, makeup? Oh, we talked about it for a good hour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like went full-blown fangirl. Excellent. Um, speaking of... Uh, Tom, I like that though. It's nice not to be cool about stuff. I think oh, I, I couldn't help it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would take a Tom Ford lipstick called First Time. Yeah. One of my favorite lipsticks. And a highlighter RMS Living Luminizer. Yes. I know we're really going for it. And nice. mascara. I would either take the Lancome Grandios Extreme mm. or I'm really loving the Benefit Roller Lash. Um, what do you cleanse with and what do you put what do you use on your skin? I am um, I'll just tell you a few skincare products yeah, yeah, I'm obsessed yeah. with right now. The Oscar Renaissance mask. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm obsessed. I love pie. Yeah. I love um, any sort of oils. Mm. I love Suzanne Kaufman. Yeah. If you ever get a chance to go to her spa, if you haven't been, you should definitely go. Yes. It's in Austria, right? Yes. Yeah. And what else do I love? I just love skincare so much. Mask. Yeah. Fresh Umbrian Clay Mask. That's yeah. my go-to. That's a nice mask. That's my favorite cleansing mask. Yeah. I love Tata Harper. Yeah. It's a quite natural sort of brand. Ish. Yeah, brands are like inspired by nature. Yeah, and I get a lot of facials. Yeah. So where do you go? Um, I love NYDG. Uh, that's in, when I'm in New York. I love to go there and get a facial. Mm. I love the Suzanne Kaufman um, bespoke facial, and I love getting the Triad facial. Which um, one's that? It's like a laser yeah. thing. Yeah. At Harrods. Okay. Yeah, it's a little intense. What does it do? Uh, it's called the raindrop facial. I think Angelina Jolie called it that. Okay. And so I'm into that. I'm into facial acupuncture and I'm also, um, into the Sarah Chapman facial. Who do you see for facial acupuncture? John Sigaris? Or... Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I just saw. Yeah, because he's great. He's God. really good. He knows a lot about you based on like your pulse though. It was yeah. quite terrifying. He looked at me. And, Very like, freaky stuff. Yeah, he knew a lot about my body just like, from touching my pulse. Way too much about my liver. <laughs> I, he knew a lot about my periods. I was yes. like, he kept talking to me about my periods. I was like, how do you know this much? Well, speaking of acupuncture, do you know Ross Barr? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I know everybody is in love with him. Yes. But uh, he is 
is really amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, incredible. <laughs> but acupuncture is something that I'm like, I don't, I do not know how it works, but I know that it works. I agree. Like, it's absolutely incredible. Is there anyone you've met where you felt really starstruck by them and you've gone over and had a bit of a gush at them? Lisa Eldridge. Troy. Every yeah. time I see her, <laughs> yeah. can't help it. Troy, that was huge. Yeah. And know if I've had anybody else that those people in the industry then yeah people yeah. in the industry and really just those ones I think yeah I do meet celebrities sometimes but I'm not really <laughs> that crazy like yeah. about it yeah, yeah um but it can be exciting oh I met Stormzy once okay. and I did go a little crazy <laughs> <laughs> I was like hello hi let me have my moment with you yeah. Yeah. yeah okay so um final question then what you do if you're stressed and you're panicking and you're overworked and you're you've had a bad day how do you deal with it i have a bath (laughs) i have a beautiful beautiful bath with my epsom salts and my aromatherapy associates oils Mm -hmm. and anything else i can pour in there but i'm in the middle of a home renovation Mm -hmm. that's been going on for almost two months and i haven't had a bath Oh, that is rough. And you say that I seem healthy, but mentally, I literally, <laughs> if I don't have a freaking bath, yeah. I'm going to lose it. What do you do in the bath? Do you read? I watch Netflix or I play music. On an iPad? On my laptop. I just said it on the side. That, um, Zoe came on the podcast yeah. too and she said the same thing and I was like, you're yeah. mad. I would never bring an electronic into the bathroom. Oh, I need to watch something. I do. You? Oh, I have to read a book. I find it terrifying. I don't like to read a book in the tub. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. I love reading, but yeah. I don't read in the tub. What are you reading at the moment? I am about to start that new, that book, Normal People or something Oh, like Sally that. Rooney. Yeah. I haven't read it, but everyone's going on about it. That's what I've heard, but yeah. I just finished, um, I don't know how to say it. I mm. always thought it was Cirque, but is it Circe or Searsha or it. something like that? Is it good? That was amazing. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very, very much for Thank coming on the so podcast. Much. It was so fun. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And thank you again to this week's sponsor, Batiste. I'll be back next week with a new guest, so see you then. Bye.